Welcome back to Game Devs Quest, your once weekly, sometimes less podcast where you follow two game dev scrubs into game devdom. We can do it. You can too. I'm Red. I'm Taylor. And we're joined with good friend of the show, Krasenstein. Welcome back. I, I, last time I told him he could come back anytime, he took us up on that offer. Uh, what's going on with you? Hey, Red. Hey, Taylor. How you guys doing, man? Uh, you know. Moving and grooving, living life. About awesome. to release another game. <laughs> <laughs> well, kind of, kind of, sort of, right? Releasing yeah. a game out of early access into full release. So, but uh, yeah, I also have uh, my awesome, awesome composer who's been uh, part of all of the games that we've released to date. Uh, Chris is with us too. Hello. Hey, Chris. I'm Chris. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I do. Uh, Music for all the Static City games. Nice. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, I'm interested just like right off the bat, like I think Crass talked about it a little bit last time he was on the show, but like, you know, kind of how you guys hooked up and, and started working together. Oh, yeah. Well, I think it was like around 2016 towards the end. Yeah. Uh, I just, I was in a game dev myself and uh, I just gotten onto Twitch through that. And uh, I didn't really know people were streaming it. I knew Notch uh, streamed a little bit. And uh, that was like my first like introduction to that. So I, one day I just sort of scrolled through the category and Crass was like the first one I found. Uh, yeah, so I just started watching him and eventually worked up the nerve to like chat. Yeah, and after a while, I just, <laughs> after a while, I sort of, I was just like, "Hey, maybe I could just do a couple of tracks for this game just for fun." And uh, I sent him this really bad like loop, it's like <laughs> loop from uh, I think it's still on Newgrounds, and it and uh, do you still have it? I think it, yeah, it's still on there. Um, and he he listened. He was like, "Yeah, man." you should do this and uh, send me this contract. And I was like, Oh my God, <laughs> it's a long contract. <laughs> yeah. Like this guy's so serious. What? <laughs> it was kind of like that. <laughs> uh, also, I, I find it funny that like our call started off with crass coming in and saying, I love you. And then like, you're, you're, <laughs> Your story about how you met Crass, it, like the first words that came into my head was like, love at first sight. <laughs> <laughs> at that oh. point, there was still like a, it was still like a gold bar that just started moving around the in Nightfall. Oh, yeah. oh Nightfall was a mess. <laughs> so I didn't, I, yeah, I wasn't sure how serious it was back then, but uh, yeah. <laughs> well, you, Lo and behold, right? Yeah, you got in at the ground level, dude. Now you're going to be sitting on the high-rise or, like, 32nd floor. Yeah, it, it, it's actually, like, kind of crazy. Like, I don't think I would have considered composing for games until that moment. So, yeah, it did wow. start off, like, a chain of events. So were you doing, like, you know, full games at that time? Like, Unity stuff or... Um, um, and then yeah, like, well, I I started programming in, like, 2015, so I was making really, like, small games that I wasn't finishing at the time. Sounds um, familiar. <laughs> yeah. We've all been yeah. there. Yep. The only music stuff I'd done previously was I scored for a really bad, like, student short film in, like, 2014. Nice. And, and uh, I'd played in bands and stuff, but that's about it. That's awesome. Well, like, I wish I would have gone on and like looked at your band camp earlier. Um, oh, really? <laughs> but 
So we got up like at 5:45 this morning so we could record. <laughs> and so I was like I was like I brewed a cup of coffee, made some toast, and then I like sat down in the dark in our living room and like opened up your band camp and I was like <laughs> just sitting there listening to your music in the dark and man, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> That's not uh, a good place. <laughs> Taylor's back in, um, in, the, in the phase again. Yeah, back in that phase. Yeah. <laughs> um, but man, I was just impressed by, like, I know that Crass has, like, a pretty big library of games, but, like, on top of that, you made, like, 20 plus songs for every game. I was, like, so impressed with how yeah. many tracks you have, dude. Yeah, like, I, I was just looking at uh, Fate, uh, Fates of Ort. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, dude, the list just goes on 56 oh, yeah. tracks. <laughs> so, and, like, not a single one of them is under two minutes, it looks the, like. So the funny thing about that, real quick, Fates of Ort story, I uh, I bought it, um, oh, really? When it when it first came out, and I didn't know that you were the composer on there. And the funny thing is, I'm so bad at it that I thought that the game only had, like, two songs. (laughs) So when I saw that, I was just blown away because, like, I'm used to just this one song looping over and over and over because I keep dying. Yeah, it's sort of like... (laughs) I I think I understand because there's, like, it's on a biome-per-biome basis. So if you're, like in the grasslands as we call it um you're gonna hear the grasslands song a lot <laughs> yeah that was the one that i get killed at <laughs> yeah it's kind of funny because because uh some of the some of the reviews on steam basically say like you know i keep dying and so i'm, I'm hearing the same music a lot <laughs> but like like one review is like uh, is there more diversity to the music and someone's like just stop dying <laughs> <laughs> just stop dying <laughs> get good (laughs) yeah right that's funny Uh, but yeah i was like i only listened to like maybe five or ten songs in that short time that i went through there and i saw like all kinds of inspirations in your music like i felt like i felt like i was listening to like final fantasy at times and then it was like a rock band playing and (laughs) uh so yeah i was like really digging your music man um Can you talk a little bit about like your process, what tools you use, um, what kind of inspires you and, and that sort of thing? Yeah, sure. Um, well, in terms of tools, I use Ableton and a variety of virtual instruments such as Omnisphere, um, Native Instruments Massive. Uh, those are the main like synthesizers. Nice. Uh, and um, in terms of process, it's kind of, this is kind of the funny thing is, it's funny you mentioned like there being like 20 songs on each soundtrack. Every time I go to start a new one, I actually like freak out like, oh my God, I'm not going <laughs> to, how the hell am I going to make like 20 plus tracks? And I freak out. <laughs> uh but sometimes I just like bust them out in a week and I, I have no recollection of it. So <laughs> in terms of process, I just mess around and uh, I think about mood mainly and like what you're supposed to be feeling. That's my starting point. Yeah, uh, I think I think Chris finished the Chronicles first 10 tracks in about six days. <laughs> he was just like, dude, I'm done. I was like, what do you mean you're done? <laughs> <laughs> so uh crass do you hand him like this strict and rigorous set of requirements where you're like all right i need 20 <laughs> tracks done by the end of the week kind of a thing no. or are so, you just let him no so how I, I i run uh with with uh chris the same way that i talk to artists i give them a lot of creative freedom in the way that they work so i go hey man here's the kind of game we're working on here's the inspirations for the game and then we need a track for the theme. We need a track for this area, a track for this boss, and this boss, and this boss, and this is right. And I, and I go, all right, here you go. And Chris <laughs> seems he seems run with, to run with that pretty well. Um, he's never been like, hey, so what do you mean by this? It's just kind of like, hey, man, this is the vibe I'm getting from this. How do you feel? And I'm, it's I've never once had to be like, you know, how about we go a different route? It's always <laughs> been, 
it's always been, holy, how do you keep making good stuff? It's <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, awesome. Sometimes uh, that scares me, not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you get it like right on the first try. That's a, I'm like, that's a, is this a joke? <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, uh, I am. Every time. <laughs> uh, if you don't mind me asking, Chris, what do you do for a living? Um, right now, I'm a student studying uh, computer science. Um, nice, okay. So the idea is, like, after that, hopefully get a programming job. But, you know, if I got to a point where I could do music and, like, sustain myself through that, you know, that'd be cool, too. Yeah, totally. Yeah, for sure. Well, programming, you'll have a lot of opportunities. and True. I don't know could always start small and you have a <laughs> you have a big library at this point to show off to people so I feel like yeah. you got a pretty good start <laughs> for sure chris um do you have any like uh formal like education with music or was it just something that like a lot of people like you you know got familiar with a daw early on and just fiddled around or like what's what's your background there so uh i think when i was like 11 years old i picked up a guitar and was not good at it like uh, so i would tune it by ear and try my best and i would learn like lincoln park songs <laughs> uh and eventually when i was like 13 i started wanting to get into bands uh and i i did but like no one really knew how to write music so i just did my best to keep to try and write music and uh i just kept at it like and uh i don't really know still to this day i don't really know much about music theory but uh it was just a matter of like necessity no one else wanted to write music so i would end up composing tracks for uh, all the bands i was in basically and that's how i got started dude so nice. funny like this is funny we talked about this with Crass sometimes, but I feel like there's this link between people who play in bands and game developers. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> plays in bands I mean, and then moved on to make games. Yeah, yeah I, I, like, I was in a band too, so that makes sense. Yeah, Rhett and I—that uh, was sort of a staple in our friendship for a long, long time because we played oh, in cool. a couple bands together. I was the drummer. Rhett was guitars and vocals. So nice. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. But what, uh, it, what kind of music was it, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, like uh, metal. We tried oh, cool. to be metal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We. I, I'd say like when we first started, it's like hard rock kind of, and then yeah, I think like towards the end, it was definitely like metal or like hardcore. I guess you could call it. I gotcha. But you know, yeah, the, like Lincoln Park and stuff was like a, a influence early on, and um, kind of going for that. I don't know, yeah. hard rock, new metal vibe almost. I feel you. What kind of music did, did your bands play? Oh, man. Well, over the years, I kind of I switched around, but I started with Metal 2, pretty much. Uh, nice. <laughs> I went on to, like, rock, and, uh, yeah, sort of ended up making this, like, sort of weird electronic trip-hop stuff by, like, 2015. <laughs> nice. So you're like a new age Skrillex. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if I'd say that, but <laughs> not new age is in the genre, but uh, yeah. The, the second coming of <laughs> the second coming of Skrillex. Oh God! <laughs> uh, you know what's man. funny about that too is that like Skrillex put massive on the map. So uh, like is that I tried. That was like pretty much his signature uh, synth. Like, I don't. Okay, well, I'll, I'll admit personally, I don't know anyone else who, like, famous that used Massive before Skrillex did. But like all of his like dubstep stuff, um, all of his like heavy LFO like wo wobble stuff, yeah, uh, comes from Massive. That's so hmm. weird. I like I've never even. I mean, naturally, I just skip over all the wobble bass presets. <laughs> <So maybe laughs> that's why. Yeah. 
Well, they're so hard to use unless like you're gonna get like super into the automation and stuff like that to even control yeah. it. Because otherwise, it's like static, you know. Yeah. I remember trying to make a dubstep track one time, and uh, and I'm in FL Studio, but mm-hmm. it's like I got done, and I was like, oh, all of my you know wobbly bass stuff is all static set to the same tempo like it was so dumb sounding dude it's a lot of work (laughs) yeah well and doesn't skrillex use ableton so maybe the tool set's just better for uh yeah so i think that like programming job most producers (laughs) seem to gravitate towards ableton just because it has like a lot more i think like the workflow is better and tighter and things like that however i feel vindication in using fl studio all the time um and the most recent is uh one of the composers for the new call of duty game just uh dropped um some uh videos of his uh tracks in fl studio and, yeah. and they made it in the new Call of Duty game. So there you oh, go. Oh, really? Oh, dang. That's, That's justification. Yeah. <laughs> Just goes to show. Uh, yeah, it's like, you know, you find your tools and you figure them out and you roll with it. Yeah. I think totally. DAWs are one of those things, like, it's really easy to get hung up on. Like, I really like Ableton, but I just haven't, like, jumped into using it as much as FL. So I, I stick yeah. with that, you know. But some people, it's like... um, um some people use uh, like Reaper and stuff, which is like, they just keep recycling the free option on Reaper and like make it work, you know? Yeah, true. I, I didn't start with Ableton. Like that was like, I, I experimented with a few different ones. Like I started with FL as well. Um, Moved on to Reason for like six years. And then I just tried Ableton and found it to be the easiest option for me. Yeah. That's cool, though. I'm learning so, so much about this. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, give us give us a scoop uh, on what's to come for Static City. Well, I'll tell you what. In four days, so the 23rd, Chronicle jumps out of early access into full release. Yeah. Alongside Ooh. of that, uh, the entire soundtrack will be set up as a separate... Uh, DLC, which I guess Steam doesn't use it as a DLC anymore, but a separate purchase, I guess. You could buy the soundtrack as well to support the, the composer. Hell so yeah. that all those proceeds for soundtrack purchases go to Chris. Um, nice. nice. Yeah. So that'll be neat. It'll be a, it's an, a long time coming. You know, it's been like a, a year since we started development on this game, um, which I think a That's year cool. for this game is actually like a really good time frame. Yeah. So we're yeah, excited well, to actually get to the end of it. Yeah, not not to mention the other stuff you're doing at the same time. So that is There's a good... too many things coming. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Because so we, what are? We... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I don't, I don't know. Okay. Oh. Um, so we have another <laughs> game that uh, that Chris is on as well that uh, changes the entire. Like he's never made tracks for me in this kind of vibe yet. Um, it's called Helbarian. It's a 2D Souls like. Um, where you are a hellbar- you're a barbarian who is killed and sent to the depths of hell to to try to kill Satan, basically. Nice. Um, <laughs> and uh, we're going like Doom style metal, I think, or hair metal. I don't know. I think we're going to toss up right now. But he's got like, a bunch of really heavy tracks that he's been making. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a mashup. It's, there's some uh, really like synth wave, heavy synth wave sounding stuff that merges with metal. And uh, there's weird choir stuff, too. I'm just trying to mess around a little bit. Yeah, get that gothic metal going. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, We're looking for, like, a uh, a calm before the storm style approach to that game, right? So, like, you're just going through the level, and it's kind of, like, calm and relaxing a little bit. And there's battle sequences where it starts to get a little crazy. And then you get to the boss battles, and it's just, like, double bass. Like, double bass and just disgusting and... Uh, <laughs> uh, it's like the best description of what <laughs> of metal. Oh man, that's so disgusting. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so we have that game. We have another game, which like it's, it's funny to have a composer work on a metal, a, like, a, like a metal genre game, and also like a coffee shop simulator. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like indie pop or something. 
Yeah, no, it's even like it's like we're talking like just chill vibes. <laughs> That's awesome. Like lo fi beats to chill out and do your homework to twenty four seven. Whatever. <laughs> Dude, pretty soon you're just going to have one of those channels where on YouTube where it's just like playing your library for 24 oh, hours a day because you have <laughs> so much stuff. <laughs> we, well, we actually thought about doing a like a video that would just be like the full sound, all the full soundtracks. <laughs> just like you should. To be honest, that was uh, that was the first thing I did this morning when I. Uh, was trying to find your music i went to youtube and i typed in uh nightfall ost oh really um, yeah but nothing came up so yeah at your twitter <laughs> oh, no. yeah i'll have to make something well See, I, li- your, I like uh... that uh you got the band camp rolling because that's how i've been uh listening to music lately and especially composers like it's kind of cool to see a lot of video game composers are um using Bandcamp that way because it's kind of nice it's yeah. like uh um there was a couple artists uh just last week i was listening to something they had some r- really cool sort of um uh kind of conceptual music based on like a particular type of theme or whatever and uh, i ended up like hitting this person up uh, just because I found them randomly on Bandcamp and like licensing music through them and uh, from them and stuff, like That's so it's so kind of I don't know. I I like the Bandcamp space personally. I know some people don't, but it is I, probably my favorite platform. Yeah, cool. Honestly, it kind of has like a MySpace feel to it. Like it does yeah, a little bit. Days of MySpace. Ah, oh, it feels good. <laughs> <laughs> just going through the page, music starts playing. You don't know where it's coming from. Right? <laughs> Do you have your top five tracks? Cursor like trails all over the screen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the good days of HTML and CSS. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, so, wild. personal question for you, Chris. I know mm-hmm. you're you're based in the UK because we uh, had to coordinate the timing. Um, <laughs> I and I don't know if this is like okay for me to say, but I was surprised that you didn't have a British accent when we, uh, yeah. Uh, I can't honestly explain that. I, I just think it's pro I like probably because I just don't go out very often. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> so, so you are, I thought maybe like, since you didn't have an accent that you were born in the U S and you moved there. So you're like oh, from the UK. No, I, I'm from like Scotland. Uh, okay. I think it, it just naturally drifted without me knowing uh, over the years. That's really interesting. Um, what part of Scotland are you from? I, I went there for a couple of days. I went to Edinburgh for Dude, it, it always surprises me how many people uh, I know from like like online communities have been to Scotland. I'm like, why? <laughs> but, uh, I'm it's from, like kind uh, of like a destination here, you know, like people want to go. Yeah. yeah, there's well, definitely not... some nice parts. And we always hear because we're from Oregon in the U.S. and I Dude. always heard that like Oregon was like Scotland, so I kind of wanted to go to <laughs> to like confirm that. That's funny. <laughs> like the other people I know who went here are also from Oregon. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's super weird. <laughs> that is weird. Uh, You're like our. Yeah. Uh, partners from across the globe <laughs> it, apparently it rains over there a lot it yeah. does uh, yeah it's been so really yeah. like crazy lately yeah i wouldn't put it past portland to be very similar to scotland <laughs> i could yeah i could totally see that and they say portland is a very european city so i don't know if i would like <laughs> it's, it's a weird one for me like people have very different perceptions than i do about scotland <laughs> <laughs> like I can't help but see it as like this I don't know place where you're like likely to Dreams get like to stabbed. <laughs> oh dang. Yeah. Really? But I, mean, I live in Glasgow, not Edinburgh. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. But, well, uh, I mean, people got the same like perception about Portland. They're like, "Oh, it's it's this, you know, cosmopolitan melting pot city where where, you know, the the whatever it might be you know but it's but then other people are like oh it's 
dirty. It's crowded. It's yeah. dangerous. I mean, people don't, you know, it's got a huge homeless problem right now. So yeah, you know, there's, there's always a grain of, or there's, there's always truths hidden behind uh, people's positive perceptions of things, but yeah, definitely. Totally. There's some but, uh, good architecture. Give it that. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I loved Edinburgh. It was awesome. Like it, and Oregon is just so bland in terms of architecture. Like there's nothing cool about Oregon architecture. And so going to Europe and seeing like, you know, buildings that are older than like 1880, like here, if you have a, if you live in a house that was built in 1880, that was like the oldest thing ever. But over there it's like, Oh yeah, this building was built in 900. It's like, (laughs) yeah, that's very true. (laughs) Uh, that's more yeah. impressive that it's still standing at that point right yeah that's, that, that reminds me though i think you guys like make your houses different over there <laughs> oh probably <laughs> dude. yeah like i don't i i don't know what exactly it is i think are uh your houses basically like the foundation is all wood um cement well, isn't it mine yeah. cement but yeah, depends too. on what you mean by foundation, because there's definitely houses here that have wooden foundations, but they're not necessarily good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know uh, enough yeah. about it to really continue that conversation, but <laughs> my house definitely isn't standing for 900 years, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not mine yeah. either. That's but uh, gosh, how to rein this one back in? <laughs> i mean i can keep talking about houses all day unfortunately this is the problem with with like having the podcaster muscle in a way or the streamer muscle it's like a conversation it happens and you don't resist it true. <laughs> you, just go, you just go anywhere yeah that's right. so true <laughs> uh, i get people at work all the time they're like uh, they're always like, how do you talk about this many different things? I'm like, well, <laughs> let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. I feel called out. Um, funny. One, one thing I mentioned, uh, Chris is, um, is do you have any uh, favorite soundtracks yourself? Like, do you have um, game scores that like stick out to you as i don't know being particularly you know if not like well composed like just clever in their 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 use and like or clever in like their like discretion the mm-hmm. way that they orchestrate or the the things that they um you know tools that they use to convey certain things or anything like that yeah definitely uh my i, I mean this won't surprise crass but my favorite game and soundtrack belong to uh vampire the masquerade bloodlines Hmm. surprise surprise yeah (laughs) (laughs) that game is like it's filled with just gems like these really like beautiful melodic uh really melancholic sounding songs uh and uh they just like bring me back to the game every time i listen to them uh that's that's definitely my favorite but uh, some other ones like Ocarina of Time, the first Deus Ex soundtrack, Quake. Yeah. Nice. Uh, trying to think. Like Chrono Trigger, Donkey Kong. Oh, God. Country. Yeah. Dude, I heard some Chrono Trigger in one of those songs that I was listening to. Yeah, you. Chrono Trigger has an amazing soundtrack. It's probably yeah. my favorite soundtrack, I think, for a, success, for like a su- successful commercial game. Yeah, Chrono Trigger's up there really in like good. the top. Um, and like, then Donkey uh, Kong, Donkey Kong Country is like really surprisingly good. Like, that, yeah, like Grant Kirkhope is um, really awesome, and he's Scottish. So there you go. I did not know that. Um, <laughs> it's funny. We actually for Fates of War, the main two soundtracks we sort of used as inspiration were uh, that Donkey Kong Country soundtrack and uh, Deus Ex. Nice. Uh, Cause it's just filled with like these really like romantic sounding songs that mm-hmm. <laughs> the 
do the same thing as that Bloodline soundtrack. They just bring you back to when you first played it. Yeah. There's yeah. There's something about like I don't know. Especially like you know, part of it's probably you know just nostalgia in general, but. Like, yeah, a good soundtrack just takes you... Like, that's how... Like, Chrono Trigger is definitely has that for me. And then also, like, all of the uh, Final Fantasy um, oh, yeah. soundtracks. Like, especially, like, 6 and 7 are, like, seven, man. near and dear to me. And, uh, in fact, like, I just started playing it on the Switch just to, like, hear some of the tracks, you yeah. know? And <laughs> I kind of relive that. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of impressive the way that... Uh, some of those can do that. Definitely. Something that really sticks out is the, uh, the I mean, this is more recent though, but like uh, everything by Supergiant. Darren Corp stuff. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Everything. Mm. That game is so weird. No, 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 not the game. Everything, everything by the game, by the company, Supergiant. Um, oh, sorry. Bastion <laughs> Transistor is another one. Like Hades, Hades soundtrack yeah. is wonderful. I have yeah, not I heard it played yet. Hades yet, but like all of those, scores are really good yeah we actually like during well, crass used to blast transistor like every stream in 2016 <laughs> <laughs> that's such a good soundtrack oh uh, it is they do such a good job on that for sure i just I, don't know I how don't... They, they they pay him a ton of money and he just puts out good content nonstop. um yeah, I don't know. There was something I was going to say earlier about something about Grant Kirkhope, but I can't remember what. But um, <laughs> um, Chris, you ever you ever listen to uh, or watch on YouTube like Eight Bit Music Theory? Have you ever seen I that channel? Don't think I have. No. You might you might really enjoy it. It's uh, I just kind of watch it uh, for fun, and and you know some of the some of the music theory stuff goes over my head. I'm I'm not very competent at that but uh yeah it's really fun seeing him what he does is he kind of picks a kind of like thematic concept or some sort of musical concept and and then he sort of zeroes in on a game and he dissects that concept in that game or Mm -hmm. he looks at how that game uses a certain concept or or theme or something um in its soundtrack and he uh, transcribes the soundtrack and he analyzes it and uh it's really interesting and and it kind of at least for me it's kind of fuel for um making music it's like oh that might be kind of a fun way of doing it like he he recently did a an episode on uh like the dark souls soundtrack which i never thought was particularly interesting i thought it was kind of boring but the way he um broke it down it's like you know, there's there's some thought that went into it. It's really interesting. You have to check that out. Yeah, it's actually a really impressive soundtrack. Great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like one of those that just if you're thinking about memorableness, it, it, it doesn't rank very highly for me. Yeah, but just kind of seeing some of the the concepts, the way that they kind of drag it out, and the way that they revisit some motifs and things like that, it's like oh, like. This is way deeper than I thought it was. I, th- um, I think well, there's... there's certain soundtracks that uh, they serve the game and that's their full purpose. And there's certain soundtracks that are sort of made to, they're sort of stylized and they stand out for whatever reason, if that makes sense. Yeah, for you sure. Know, I, like, I think there's two like, different kinds of soundtracks. There's the kinds that you go, oh yeah, Ocarina of Time soundtrack is so good. And then there's kinds where you go, Dark Souls is such a good game. And if it didn't have the soundtrack, you'd go, Dark Souls was lackluster. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's probably yeah. true. It's kind of like in some I'm cases. I'm so sorry. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's kind of like in IT, like if all the servers are up and running, no one notices and everything's yeah. good but when they go down like if 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 it was really bad or like wasn't there people would be like what is this game it feels so weird yeah <laughs> right yeah 100 i mean the, that kinda... explains the whole like 3d modeling in in game development right if there what if the bulletin board is empty in the room that you walk in you'd be like why is there nothing on the bulletin board in a full doctor's office 
<laughs> like, why is there nothing over here? Why are there no trash cans in this building? But then they yeah. have to make trash cans, and then they, you just everyone just walks past the trash cans because it's expected to be there. Yeah. <laughs> otherwise, yeah. Otherwise, it feels uncanny and right. just bizarre. I just want to put this out there. I love when games let you like read people's emails. <laughs> yeah, for real, dude. I don't know why. Have you? Did you ever play Front Mission Three? I don't think ever... so. Oh my no. god, it's this amazing like <laughs> tactics strategy style game uh, made by Square Enix. It was like a PlayStation One game. It takes eighty hours or so to like beat. But there's like God. between missions and fights and stuff, there's like a whole bunch of just like reading your emails and like <laughs> like a lot of the story is conveyed through like this fake internet thing in this game. And you like check yeah. emails and you like look at <laughs> online sales and things. It's so bizarre. <laughs> I love it's that so stuff. Fun. <laughs> yeah, and I and, and then another game that kind of did that recently, I was playing this game in other waters. Um and it's kind of a fun one. It, it, it's sort of just like a little UI type thing. And you're like this AI in this like underwater suit. And uh, when you get back to the base, you're like uploaded into the base and you can access this, the different systems in the base. And one of them is like the pilot's like emails. And so you're like reading his diary and stuff. It's kind of fun. <laughs> oh, man. Love that. Great stuff. game. That it game feels looks weird. Nosiness. Yeah, right. it, it's something about it, and it's kind of uh, to me at least it, it it triggers like a uh, like a I don't know like a nostalgia like kind of like a like a nice coziness you know yeah it's like in, it's like in Dead Space when you pick up letters that, that you shouldn't yeah. have picked up right and you like you read them and you're like that's to somebody else I'm reading somebody else's something that wasn't yeah to be exactly. Right? That's another good example. Yeah. Like That's if you're out there in games, so in someone's office and like you're you just like pick a piece of paper out of the trash can and like you find like a cease and desist. Oh, that's the that's 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 where it's at. <laughs> like uh, and it's just the devs. It's like a cease and desist that they got from some <laughs> other like <laughs> they're, yeah. they're throwing shade. They're like, "See, this is where this goes in the so trash." Like, <laughs> divorce papers. <laughs> oh man. So, um, as far as uh, Helbarian goes, do you have any tracks like done for Helbarian, or I have like like two minute sort of not finished tracks, but I got a lot of those. <laughs> yeah, like a lot of kind of like works in progress. Yeah, like I little sketches. I, yeah, I haven't settled on a sound yet, but uh, I'm not sure when that'll happen, but I, I keep putting out a lot for it. There's a lot of when, good stuff on it. When Kresk asks you to like come in and work on a game, like do you um, do you when you sit down, do you just kind of fiddle and 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 see kind of what sounds inspire you before sort of setting on you know, the general tone or like orchestration or whatever, or do you think about like, you know, cause you're talking about some of the ideas for hell Barian. Do you think like, Oh dude, like we're going to hell. Like we gotta, we gotta have some heavy metal stuff. And then like, you know, you're watching stranger things with the upside down and you're like, Oh dude, this like synth stuff yeah. vibe in here is really do like, so do you think about it beforehand or do you just like fiddle and see kind of what inspires yeah. you? Like I, re I think about what I want for the soundtrack, and I, I experiment a little bit until I come up with a song or a sound that I really like. And uh, sometimes I, I come up with things, and uh, they they don't always stick the first time. And you just gotta like keep experimenting. Uh, and that's pretty much. I'm at the stage now where I like a lot of the things that I've made for the game so far, I just haven't decided if like, con like what I should stay consistent with or like, cause I, I can't have like every track be completely different. You know what I mean? There has to be like yeah. some coherence through line. Yeah. Well, we did a pretty good job with like when, when uh, Chris and I have like the initial meeting about a soundtrack for a game, like when Nightfall, I was like, it needs to be really melancholy. You're stuck, you know, you're stuck in this dungeon. It's completely dark. You got to figure out how to get out. Like, and like everything just has to be like kind of somber. 
and he's he delivered on that soundtrack. It worked out really well. Um, yeah, for that sure. Was <laughs> no, that, that was, was also weird. Like your first your first soundtrack too, right? But, yeah. but like, um, yeah. Chronicle was more like, hey man, this is like in your face. There's too much going on, but it needs to have that old school. You're in an arcade, you hear it in the background, and you want to go see what game that is. Fine. You know, True. and I think yeah, the, yeah. I think the theme song for Chronicle really really hits home on that one because it just it just sticks so well and it's just it's so catchy. So, Thank do you, you have any? Um, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say um, when you're when you're developing before you have music in there, do you ever mm-hmm. feel like your games are kind of flat and then you put the music in and and it just like I don't know completely amps you up and you're like yes this is it you know yeah. like uh, <laughs> playing the music that chris sends on stream for the first time as like a blind react oh that's and, awesome uh, <laughs> um and then i put it in and i'm like oh my god this works so well that's awesome like, yeah but you, like i'm at the point now i think when i make games that i kind of like when he sends me a track i can kind of hear how it's going to sound in the game beforehand yeah. Um, yeah. or like how it's going to vibe with the game and like we'll put a track in and chris will go Wow, that really fits better than I thought it would. And like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I find that when I'm working on a game and there's no sound, I like have a hard time figuring out if it works. And then if I put something in that like really fits with it uh, for music, it just like feels way better. Yeah, so, music music sells games. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, you know, brutal. it's interesting how early on in the history of games that that relationship was made. Yeah. You know, like, um, I think when people began being able to uh, use some memory to play some music and stuff, like, it was really a game changer. And you think about how tight some of the uh, restrictions were on those early <laughs> soundtracks and stuff. <laughs> and it's amazing that they're able to make stuff that last to this day like I, I always think about like the mario theme song is like one example it's like you literally have like four different waves that you can use to make music with you know and like one of them is basically just like a a little scrambly warble wave that, that he uses to emulate drums <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like... yeah it's wild well, it, it's it's interesting just because like I feel like the reason people like games so much is because it um, brings about certain emotions. And if you don't have music, I just feel like it'd be so much harder to uh, get that same response from people. So I think that the music really adds a lot to the emotional connection you have to the game. Uh, Oh, absolutely. So, Um. Chris, I was curious because we were talking about massive earlier, and uh, you mentioned presets. I was wondering if uh, if you had any like favorite presets or something that's kind of like a go to staple for you. Um, uh, I'm you know, not... it's so hard to think when it's not in front of you. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's a weird one. Like, uh, I think maybe half the time I use presets, and I just well, it's. I, don't, I usually don't like to, because, yep. but you know you have to. Like, but it's usually a matter of like me looping the song part and just clicking the arrow every time. Like, dude, 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 just like <laughs> over and over. So it's not my favorite part. Got you. Yeah, yeah. Now that makes sense. I I feel like that's like the common thing that all like electronic composers deal with is like. <laughs> yeah. just like never liking the sound that you have kind of in front of you is like all right next next yeah um well I, I was just curious so yeah no worries um god what else was i gonna ask um what what's the expected um uh i you know i know i know that you guys are dropping chronicle and stuff uh what this week i guess next week Mo- monday monday bad with dates um it's okay <laughs> but uh what when's the expected uh release for Helbarian? uh so we have some talks with publishers right now Ooh, so we don't entirely nice. know the game could get very very large in scope 
based on what happens with that. Um, wow, that's exciting. So we are, I guess, in the process of figuring out exactly what's going to happen there. It will definitely be 2021. Uh, it might be Q. It might be Q4. Um, but it might go from a five-hour game to a twenty-hour game based on what happens. You know, so man, that's yeah. awesome. It's cool seeing because uh, I'm trying to remember what the first time we had you on was. It for Life and Debt. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of cool seeing uh, the evolution of your studio. So it's exciting seeing. Because uh, now it's an actual studio and not just a guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> uh, yeah, you're just building that library, making a lot of connections, and I don't know, it's like fun. bringing people up with you, man. It's awesome. It's fun. I, I mean, I couldn't do it without everybody. You know, it's like it's it's a team effort. It's not just me. You know, I mean, Chronicle is a hundred. It's, it's easily you know, 60% art stuff because he's just, he's a boss when it comes to making any kind of art. It's just so good. Um, and then with Chris's music, it's just like, I mean, without those two people, I don't even know, you know, I wouldn't know what Chronicle would even be at this point. Yeah. Maybe it's a twirl or something. I have no idea. Uh, real quick, getting kind of technically nitty gritty here. There's this, uh, there's this like move or ability or something that you have demonstrated in the the trailer. It's it reminds me of like a depth charge, where it, it like blows up but it sort of implodes and you have like this really cool effect on there. Yeah, I was wondering uh, how you did that. Is that shade like with a shader or? It's a, ca- it's a camera shader that Chris made. Oh really? Uh, oh, that yeah. was you. That's it's kind of funny. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. It looks really good. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, it's just yeah, an illusion. It, it uh, takes the render texture and basically take any point on the uh, in UV space, and uh, uh-huh. you just stretch the coordinates around a radius uh, outwards from the center, and uh-huh. that's how it works. Yeah, that's awesome. It and like it's the it's the singularity bomb, so you get like a couple of those every run, to, and they <laughs> clear out all of the uh, all the bullets on the screen and kill all the enemies and all that stuff. So it's yeah honestly that's like what what made the trailer pop for me i was like whatever that thing is like i need to play it i need to have this <laughs> yeah well the sound the sound that we attach to that it's like this big like you know like a big sound wave thump sound instead of it being uh, a loud loud boom explosion it's got like a deep the deep like like a pulse wave kind of thing and it, uh, nice you feel it yeah you you feel it when you play it it sounds really cool that's awesome. And Chris, do you do the sound effects as well then? Oh, no, I don't do no. the sound effects. I okay. do some sound effects. Wait, did I? Uh, a, lot of, a lot of Nightfall ones. Oh, well, yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, let's not talk about those ones. <laughs> <laughs> you're, just, you're a pretty good spider, okay? <laughs> oh, man. Cool. So um, we're kind of coming up to the end of our time here a little bit, but um, do you want to tell everybody like, you know, where they can buy Chronicle, um, the best ways that they can support you, share any, I don't know, links or upcoming Where they can listen to your music. Yeah, where they can listen to your music, Chris, uh, any stuff like that. Sure. Uh, yeah, so Chronicle Unit 8 is available right now on Steam. It's currently early access until the 23rd of November, uh, and then it will be full release. There'll be a launch discount on there. Um, you can check it out on for PC, Mac, and Linux. It'll be available, uh, or I guess currently is available. Uh, you can also follow twitter.com slash staticcitygames for any updates on game sales and progress and all that stuff, and then uh, you can go buy all of Chris's music on Bandcamp and tip him fifty dollars on each one. <laughs> Heck yeah, yeah! It's a what is it, Chris? It's ChristophGray.bandcamp.com, right? Uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> nice. So. Yeah, there's a lot on there. I might have to listen to your whole soundtrack today while I'm programming at work. Yeah, Chris, awesome. if you if you could recommend somebody purchase one of your soundtracks on Bandcamp right now which one would it be <laughs> <laughs> well uh 
it depends what you want. If you want like a, a really sort of upbeat electronic soundtrack, I would go for Chronicle. If you want something more akin to a retro RPG you might have played in the 90s, I would check out Fate's Vort. All right. Hell yeah. Uh, let's see here. Any uh, any other links you want to drop, Chris, for people to follow you or whatever? Uh, uh, probably, I mean, if you want to find me on Twitter and see me lose my mind a lot of the time... Uh, I'm at watery tart with an extra T on the end. Nice. Watery tart. <laughs> Love it. Why are you I losing your a... mind on why are you losing your mind on Twitter? Just because it's Twitter. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean it's 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 pretty much part of the platform at this point. <laughs> oh yeah. People are used to seeing my crazy unhinged tweets, so uh, I'm, I'm sure they they won't be shocked by anything they see. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean I'm, I'm an open book, pretty much. All right, just bought Chronicle. Uh, oh, well, you're the best the man. soundtrack. But <laughs> I, I will also buy the game when it launches. Hell yeah! Cool. Well, hey, thanks guys. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, thanks yeah. for having us. Looking yep. forward to. Uh, seeing how everything goes and more to come from static city games okay mm-hmm. now i really bought chronicle and the soundtrack <laughs> oh, hey we did it mission accomplished thanks for support man hey Thank no you. problem i put my money where my mouth is and i hope everybody listening does the same uh go support these guys um at the places where they uh, just laid out for y'all we really appreciate um you guys coming on and visiting with us um I tell you this every time, Chris, but you're welcome back anytime. And and now, the offer extends to you, Chris. Um, I hope that uh, I hope we get to have you guys back on before Hellbarian. If we're looking at Q4 2021, <laughs> um, that's a ways away. But yeah, yeah. Anytime you guys have projects that you want to um, that you guys want to pitch, Chris, if you're working on. Um, you know, something outside of Static City Games. You don't. You don't need Crass's permission to to, to come and <laughs> hang out. Um, we'll have you back on anytime. Thank you. Cool. Well, yeah, much appreciated, Red and Taylor. Thank you. Yeah, man. Sweet guys. All right. Well, that's Game Dev's Quest this week. Cute app music. Oh yeah. <laughs>